Shanina Walker, and thank you for joining us today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. Today on our Let's Wrap program, we're going to be speaking to you on the subject of God's secret. Today, our lesson is going to be coming from Colossians, the second chapter, verse 1 through 5. Let's read. For I would that ye knew what great conflict I have for you, and for them at Laodicea, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their heart might be comforted by knitting together in love, and unto all the riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God, and of the Father, and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. Let's wrap. Now we know that this is the Apostle Paul speaking here. He is speaking to the church of Laodicea. He is letting them know that there are many of them who have not seen him personally face to face, but he wanted them to be encouraged and to be rest assured how concerned he was with them and how he was constantly praying for them. And he was wanting them to understand exactly what they needed to know concerning the things of God. Now, when we look at this in the new century version, I like the way that version reads. And it says, I want you to know how hard I work for you. In other words, what he's saying is how much I care for the believers of Laodicea. Now, the Apostle Paul went on to say that in other words, there are many of you who may not have seen me face to face. But though you may not have seen me face to face, it does not negate the fact that I am concerned about you or what it is I want for you, brethren, in Laodicea is for you to be strengthened. Now, when we look up the word strengthen, strengthen mean having power to resist attack or force to be strong. He said, I want you to be strengthened in your hearts. I need for you to be, have power. I need for you to be able to resist the attacks or the forces that the enemy is going to come to you with. What the apostle Paul was saying to the body of believers is not only do I want you to be strengthened, but it is my hope that in your hearts, you might be braced. When we look up braced, braced means strong firm, steady. I need for you to be braced. I need for you to be strong. He said, I need for you to be comforted, restored to a sense of well-being, ease the grief or distress. He went on to say, not only do I want you to be strengthened, I want you to be braced and comforted, but I want you to be cheered. I, I need praise and encouragement. I need you to give support to. He said, I need you to encourage, uh, to uplift, uh, to have hope, to inspire, to push, to persuade. This is what he was saying to the body of Laodicea of believers. He wanted them to have all this as a body, as, as believers. The apostle Paul goes on to explain to them why it is that he wants them to be strengthened, why it is he wants them to be braced, to be comforted, to be cheered and encouraged. He went on to let them know that he wants the body of believers in Laodicea to be joined together, but not just joined together, joined together with love, he said, so that they might be rich, so that you might abound and be assured in your understanding. So his whole purpose of telling them that he wanted them to be strengthened, that he wanted them to brace each other, to be comfort, comfort each other, to cheer on each other, to encourage each other. But most of all, to be joined together in love with each other is so that they might be rich and abound in assurance of understanding. Understanding means comprehension. He wanted them to be sure 
of what it is they were comprehending, sure of what it is they were coming to the knowledge of being able to understand. Now, the Bible tells us that wisdom is the principal thing. It says, therefore, get wisdom. But in all or and in all of your getting, the Bible says, get understanding. So the Apostle Paul was very clear in what it was he's hoping for the believers to obtain. He was very clear letting them know that he wanted them to be knitted together in love so that they may be rich and abound and be assured in their understanding. As I begin to look closer at this particular scripture, it is very evident that the Apostle Paul desire for the believer was that they continue to progress in the things of God, that they might become more intimately acquainted with God in order to know and to understand him in a more definite and a more accurate manner. He goes on to say, the Apostle Paul in the second verse, that knowing God in an intimate way is what will lead to the understanding of knowing fully God's secrets. Then the apostle Paul turns around and tell them what is God's secret. He says in that, in the second verse, I want them to be strengthened and joined together in love so that they may be rich in their understanding. This leads to the knowing fully God's secret. That is Christ himself. It is very clear right here in this particular passage that the Apostle Paul is saying that God's secret is Jesus Christ. When we look at the third verse, the third verse goes on to tell us in him, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are safely kept. When we look at the word treasure, treasure mean a valuable or value item. He says all the treasure of wisdom. We look at wisdom. We know that wisdom is the soundness of an action or a decision with regards to an application of an experience, knowledge, good judgment, being wise. It's one thing to have knowledge. It's another thing to have wisdom, wisdom on how to apply the knowledge that you have. So that's what the Apostle Paul is saying, that in Jesus Christ, in him is all the treasure of divine wisdom and the comprehensive insight into the knowledge. Compre uh, knowledge means comprehension, understanding of God. So he's saying in Jesus lies all the treasures of wisdom. In Jesus lies all the treasures of the comprehensive insight into the knowledge of God. In other words, if you want to know God, you need to know Jesus. What the apostle Paul is really talking about is the ways and the purpose of God. What he's talking about are the spiritual knowledge and enlightenments of God, the things that a human intellect can't comprehend, the things that we in our finite minds can't begin to understand. He said, these things are stored up. These things lie hidden and are kept safe in the secret, which is Jesus Christ himself. Now we look at the fourth verse. He says, I say this so that no one can fool you. So he's talking to the church of Laodicea. He's telling them, I'm telling you all these things, brethren, because I want you to understand that if you know these things, if you know the secrets that are Jesus Christ himself, no one will be able to fool you. No one will be able to deceive you or trick you. 
by argument that seems good, but is false. Then the apostle Paul goes on to close it out. And he said, though I'm absent from you in the body. So though I may not be there, though there's many of you that I have not seen face to face, though there are many of you that may not know me personally, he's saying, my heart is with you. I have a heart for you. I have a heart for the things of God. So if I have a heart for you and the things of God, I'm giving you the things of God. I'm giving you the things that God needs you to know in order to be able to have a a prosperous Christian walk or a prosperous walk in Christ. Apostle Paul goes on to tell them, I'm happy to see that you have good lives. He said, I see that things are going well for you. I'm happy to know that your lives are good and that you're strong in your faith in Christ. He said, I want you to continue on. So when you go down in the sixth verse, the sixth verse is saying that continue to live in Christ. Let's just read the sixth verse. He said, as you receive Christ Jesus, the Lord, so continue to live in him. He said, now that your lives are good and your faith is strong, continue to live in him. Keep your roots deep in him and have your lives built on him. Be strong in faith, just as you were taught and always be thankful. So he went on to tell the brethren, he said, I need you to continue in Christ. I need you to continue to be joined together in love, brothers. I need you to continue to be rich in your understanding because if you're rich in your understanding, this understanding is going to lead you to know fully God's secret. And to fully know God's secret is to know Jesus Christ himself. That's God's secret. Apostle Paul made it very clear in this verse that God's secret is Jesus Christ himself. And in him, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are safely kept. So for someone who may be wondering what that secret is today, to know God's secret is to know his son, Jesus Christ. Let's apply. As I begin to think about this passage and I begin to think about the scripture and what it was saying about knowing God fully and knowing God's secret, I was reminded of years ago, there was a song, a songwriter by the name of Fred Hammond wrote, and the song goes, I want to know your ways so I can please you each and every day. And as I begin to think about that song and I think about uh, the many days I spent singing the words of that song with a strong conviction, knowing that in my heart, All I wanted to do was to know the ways of God and to please him. I was eventually led to the realization that there is only one way I was ever going to be able to truly know the ways and the things of God. And if you listen to me right now, I want you to know that there's only one way that you'll be able to truly know the ways of God as well. The only way to know God is to know his secret, Jesus Christ. He is the only way to the father. We must first have an intimate relationship with the son. And over many years, I have learned that it's only through an intimate relationship with someone that you can know how to please them each and every day. I'm reminded when I met Elder Walker for the first time, I fell head over heels, head over heels in love with him. I wanted to know everything about him, all his innermost secrets, every detail of his life, his likes, his dislikes, his fears, his goals in life. The things that he had not shared with anybody, I wanted to know. I found out the only way I was going to be able to find out the mysteries of Michael was to spend time with him, not just in passing or casual conversation, not sometimes on and sometimes off, or as a friend just hanging out every now and then. But in order for him to let me in, to be able to know the innermost secrets of his heart, I had to spend some intimate time with him. When I think about just being a friend, There was no way he'd ever open up to me and share his most deepest secrets. 
which reminds me of another song that we often sing. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. And although that's a wonderful thing to be called a friend of God, I want you to know today that God wants more than there's a friendship with you and me. I'm almost positive if I would have just remained in the friend zone with Michael, I would have never gotten to know him in an intimate way that I might learn his ways and be able to please him if he just called me a friend. Just like in our natural relationship, we want more than just friendships with some people. God wants you to know today that he wants to be more than your friend with benefits. He desired for you to know him in an intimate way that he might be able to share with you all the mysteries of himself. He wants you to enter into a covenant relationship with him. He wants you to know him in a personal way. He wants you to be his future bride. He wants you to know today that to know his ways is to know his secret, which is Jesus Christ. This can only be done by having an intimate relationship with Jesus. How do I know this? Because the Bible says in him lies and is kept all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Now, Hosea 4 and 6 says, My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. When I began to read this and really begin to think about it, I came to the understanding that we as a people are not only destroyed for, because of our lack of knowledge, but most of all, because we have rejected the knowledge that we've been given. Therefore, God is saying to us, because you have rejected the knowledge that I'm given to you, I will reject you. How many times have people given us knowledge? How many times have you listened to the podcast? How many times have you heard a preacher preaching over the radio or on television or your pastor in your local church and they've been giving you knowledge or people just giving you wisdom and knowledge of understanding of a certain subject and you turn around and you do the opposite to what they've told you or you rejecting that knowledge. That just lets me know we have to be so careful when someone gives us knowledge or someone gives us information uh, we have to be careful that we're not, instead of rejecting that person or the knowledge that they're giving us, that we're not rejecting God because God uses people as vehicles to get across to us what he wants us to understand or know. So if God is sending a vehicle or sending a message to a person or sending you knowledge and you're rejecting that, you could be rejecting God. We have to be very, very careful when that happens. Now, when I begin to think about the early years on uh, the relationship that Elder Walker and I had and how in the beginning, even though I love this man and I know he loved me, we just couldn't seem to figure out how to make it work. We kept bumping heads. Uh, we had a lot of problems and those problems were destroying us and they were destroying uh, our relationship with each other. Now, since maturing in Christ, I realized that I was living Hosea four and six. It wasn't uh, all because of the like of our knowledge or our background of each other, our upbringing, or the generational curses that we were dealing with. We knew a lot about each other. But the Holy Spirit showed me, um, since maturing in Christ, it was mainly because we didn't know the secret, the secret which was Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, I knew of the secret, but I had never entered into an intimate relationship with the secret, which is Jesus Christ. Uh, we entered into an a intimate relationship with each other, but because we didn't know God's secret, which was Jesus Christ himself, the one that had the ability to give us the treasures of wisdom and knowledge and, and understanding on how to deal with our inner broken child, we failed to establish a relationship with the secret, with the one that would have helped us to properly apply um, all the knowledge that we had learned about each other. 
But instead, we constantly rejected the information that we had learned about each other, uh, dislikes and likes. We liked wisdom that we needed to apply it to our lives. And not only that, there were times when we just didn't care what each other uh, was approved of or disapproved of because we wanted to do things our way. And in the midst of thinking about all this, God began to speak to me and say, Shanina, that's just how some of my people are. Many are destroying themselves for the lack of knowledge. Others are destroying themselves because they like the wisdom of the Holy Spirit on how to apply what they do know uh, to their lives. And then there's just this group that just don't care what I like or what I dislike or what I think because they want to do things their way. And, and those are the ones that are rejecting the knowledge that I have given them. So I will reject them. Now, when I look at this and I think about the whole sum of this entire passage, the main purpose, the apostle Paul uh, was speaking to them. And the main thing he wanted to get across to them was that he wanted them to be strengthened in their hearts. He wanted them to be joined together in love with each other um, so that they might be able to be rich in their understanding about who Jesus is and what he came to do through them and uh, for them that they might know God in an intimate way so that in the day of evil, no one will be able to fool them with false teaching that they would be strong in their faith. And in our conclusion of our let's apply in the final point um, that I would like to apply back to our relationship, uh, Elder Walker and myself, now that we have entered into a intimate and a covenant relationship with each other through Jesus Christ, um, it's going to be real hard for anybody just to walk up to either one of us and tell us anything about the other person because our heart has now been strengthened for each other. We are now joined together in love. You can't just walk up and fool us and get us to just walk away from a 30 year relationship uh, because our relationship is strong. Uh, this is what the apostle Paul was saying. He said, know God for yourself that in a, in an intimate way, so that when the naysayers and the false prophets come, this is what he was trying to tell the church of Laodicea. He was saying so that when the false prophets come or when the false teaching come around, you will be strong in your faith about who God is and who God is in your life. You won't be fooled to just walk away from God. Many of us tend to want to quit or give up at the first sign of trouble or the slightest disappointment. We can be so easily to just throw in the towel um, and give up on people. We, we have to do better as the people of God. We can't be so quick to just give up on people. We need to pray that God give us the power to love more with a God be love and that God would give us long suffering for people and God would give us patience when it comes to one another. It is so important like never before that we as the body of Christ be strengthened in our heart, that we be joined together in love, that we might begin like never before to brace up each other, our brothers and sisters in Christ, to comfort each other, to cheer on each other, to encourage each other, to be unified as one. Remember, there are many members, but there is one body, and that body is the body of Christ, God's secret, which is Jesus Christ himself, the anointed one. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for this lesson today, God. We thank you for, that you have allowed us to experience your presence, God, that you have let us know, God, that you have a secret, and that secret is Jesus Christ himself, and in him lies all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. God, that we would just seek your face, O oh God, that we would know your ways. We would know how to please you each and every day, God. Help us to be more like you, less of us and more of you, Father. 
Go into the innermost parts of our heart, God. God, we ask that you will remove the things that's in us that's not like you, creating us a clean heart, renew a right spirit. Help us to worship you at all times in spirit and in truth, God, to seek your face like never before. Lord, God, we just thank you for giving us a love for each other that only you can give, God. Help us to be joined and knitted together, bound together in love. Lord, we just praise you. We magnify your holy name. God, you are awesome. You are mighty and great is your faithfulness toward us. We just thank you for all things because you are great and you are mighty. We love you today. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. As always, we thank you for listening to the podcast. We want to encourage those who are listening by way of podcast to go to our Facebook page and click on us. It's Yasha Ministry Walker. That's Y-A-S-H-A Ministry Walker on Facebook. Be a part of our Facebook family. We do appreciate you. We thank you. We ask that you continue to like, continue to listen, continue to share, continue to comment. Help us to continue spreading the gospel around the world. I know that if you keep your eyes open for this series and listen to each and every one, it is bound to be a blessing to your walk in Christ. Once again, we want to thank you for listening to Yasha Young and sharing his anointing. I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until next time, have a blessed day.